We are on Ksubis, Chof Aleph, Omer Aleph, 21A2, in the second column, in the Art Scroll Gemara. And we are continuing the discussion of Kiyam Shtaros, of how different ways in which we could prove the authenticity of a shtar, of a halachic document. And we were discussing what happens when the witnesses themselves, they come to court and they say, this is our signature. And we had an, a dispute, a machlokas, between Rebbe and the Chachamim, between Rebbe and the majority. Uh, Rebbe said that uh, just like when it comes to any any issue in halacha where we require witnesses, we require two witnesses, and therefore you need two witnesses on both signatures. Uh, there are two, two signatures on the document, and so therefore in order to prove its authenticity and that it's not forged, you need two witnesses on each signature. The Chachamim agree that you need two witnesses, but they are of the opinion that if the witnesses them come, themselves come to court and they say that this is our signature, so then they're in essence saying that we are also uh, saying that what, what happened in the document, what's written in the document, actually took place. And so therefore, as long as you just have one witness on each signature, so then you actually have... Uh, if they themselves are, are testifying on their own signature, this is only if them, they themselves are testifying, but if you, they themselves are the ones testifying, you only have one witness, essentially, on each signature, so then that would be sufficient, according to the Chachamim, according to the majority, and we follow the majority. Sigmar now says, wait a minute, not so fast. Not so fast, um, because, Amar le Rav Chinana Barchia L'Rav Yehuda. Rav Chinana Barchia said to Rav Yehuda, Bamila Rav Huna Bar Yehuda Rav Yehuda. Some say it's somebody else. It was Rav Huna, the son of Yehuda, who said to, to Rav Yehuda, Bamila Rav Chia Bar Yehuda Rav Yehuda, or it was Rav Chia Bar Yehuda who said to Rav Yehuda. Either way, they said, Umi Amar Shmuel Hachi. Did Shmuel really say that we follow the majority? And the majority in this case is the Chachamim who say that they themselves just have to come to court and say this is our signature and that would suffice. Did he really say that? There was a certain document that came that was certified from the court of Shmuel. And what was written in this document, which is referred to as a henpeck, it's the document that the court writes to say that they have uh, proven that this is an, that, that other document is authentic. In this henpeck, it was written, this is a court document of certification. It says, When... Rav Anan Barchia came and testified about his own signature. And somebody else came along with him to prove his signature. Rav Hanan Barchia. And Midas Rav Hanan Barchia. Essentially, the case is where both witnesses who signed on the document now testify on their own signature and on their friend's signature. On the other witness's signature, they both testify for each other. That's essentially the case. This is what's written in this court document. We reinforced it and we certified it as fit and that it's fine. This is a document coming out of the court of Shmuel. Why would you ever need both of them to testify about both signatures? Must be that he doesn't follow the Chachamim. It must be that he follows the position of Rebbe who says that you really need two, two witnesses on each signature. This seems to be going against the Chachamim. So how did Shmuel say that we follow the majority, that we follow the Chachamim? So he answers, Amr'alei, ha'hushtari di yusome 
That document was a document for orphans. That the about orphans, the Chashmuel based in Toin. Shmuel was concerned that this document would then be used in another court, and another court would not know the law. the The other court would think that we follow Rebbe. The other court would think that ah, this document that was written by a certain court that says that there was only one witness. Uh, the witness themselves testifying their own signature. But that other court might think that, that that doesn't work. Maybe that other court follows Rebbe and not the Chachamim. And so therefore Shmuel was very concerned about that. And when it comes to orphans, we have to make sure that uh, that uh, everything will be good f- for the future. And uh, they, they, they cannot uh, uh, defend themselves in court. And so therefore we want to make sure that uh, even if there's a, a, a court out there who might be mistaken... So then the orphans will still be able to, uh, to win. I'm concerned that maybe there's another court out there who doesn't know the law, doesn't realize that we follow the Chachamim, they'll, realize, they'll think that we follow Rebbe, and so therefore I'm going to write my Hempik, I'm going to write it in such a way, of this uh, certificate from the court, in such a way that even if you follow the position of Rebbe, it will also... Uh, be true. And so therefore the orphans will not lose out on this document. Okay, that's really the end of that specific topic. We're now on 21A3 in the second column in the article of Gemara. Shmuel has another statement. There's another Shmuel, statement from Shmuel. Aid Vidayan Mitzdarfin. What does this mean? It means as follows. Very uh, interesting. So you have a regular case of a document, and the document has two people who sign as witnesses. And then there's a concern that it's forged. There's a forgery, so you need to prove that the signatures were accurate. So they prove that it was uh, not a forgery, that it was authentic. And then what do you do? How do you have proof that it's authentic? As we mentioned before, the court has to then write their own document called a henpick, which they basically sign saying that uh, we are the court and we, we know that there are valid witnesses that prove the signatures to be correct. So now what's happening, fascinating thing, now there's a question as to whether the court document is forged. Maybe the court document itself is forged. Wild. And therefore you have to prove that uh, the the uh, judge's signatures are accurate. Um, if this is the case, just uh, how, how did any of this help? <laughs> what, what did you gain? So instead of questioning the actual document, now we're questioning the document that the court wrote saying that this was a valid document uh, what, what exactly is going on here so it happens to be that some commentators actually say that no we, we're not actually we're not concerned for forgery once there's a henpick because uh, people wouldn't go so far as to forge the document itself and then also another document that says that we are the court and uh, we found the first document to be to be valid and to be authentic people wouldn't go so far uh, that's what some commentators point out but uh, there are those that, there are those who say no that really we have to be concerned. Um, what did we gain by having a henpick? If you could question every other document that comes out and say that it's a forgery, or claim that it's a forgery, so the way you benefit and gain is because when the when the court signs on this document and they say that uh, we verified everything and the original document is good, uh, so now if you question anybody, you're going to be questioning not random witnesses who might live in who knows where. But you're not questioning the actual court. The court is uh, is public, that they're, and they're they're set. They're there. They live in that city. 
Uh, so it's a lot easier to prove the authenticity of the signatures of the court than it is for any two random witnesses. So there is a benefit involved in this in having the court uh, then sign because it's easier to prove its authenticity. Either way, you have a case here where uh, there's an original document and then there's the document from the court, which is referred to as the henpick, uh, where the judges, the three judges, sign on that document. And then that's also called into question. So Shmuel says you don't need to have witnesses on all three of the, uh, to prove the authenticity on all three of the judges. And you also don't need to have witnesses on all of the, if you want to prove the, the, the document, on, on the two witnesses of the, uh, who signed the, do, the document. What, what you could also do, an alternative is, if you have uh, the witness who signed the document, one of the two witnesses who signed the document, come to court and say, this is my signature. And one of the judges comes to court and says, this is my signature on the henpick, on the fact that uh, the judges uh, signed, and this is my signature. So you only have one out of three judges coming to court. One of the two witnesses coming to court, that itself is fine. That's fine. Shmuel says that that would work. That, in fact, would work. And some of the commentators point out because it, it looks like it's heading in the right direction. And this is Kim Shtaros. Anyways, this is all on a rabbinic level, and this is uh, and everything looks like it's heading in the right direction. So therefore... We could accept this. And in fact, Rami Barchama says, I'm Rami Barchama, Kama Ma'alya Hashmaisa. This is an excellent teaching. Excellent teaching. Comes along Rav and says, No, how could you say such a thing? I'm a Rav, my Ma'ayusa. What? How is it excellent? How do you have one witness on one of the witnesses who signed that he says that this is my signature and one of the judges says that this is my signature? The judges are not testifying about what the... Witnesses on the on the document are testifying about the witnesses on the document are not testifying about what the judges are talking about. It's two separate things. The people who signed on the document they're signing about the fact that something took place, a sale, a loan, something took place. The judges are testifying about the fact that it's an authentic document. Those are two separate issues. Two totally separate issues. You can't can't just combine them and say, "Oh, we found two. You can't do that," says Rava. And therefore, the Gemara rejects rejects that original statement. It says, don't listen to what Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel. It's really not true. You cannot do this. You cannot just take one witness and say that he says that this is true, this is my signature, and take one judge and say this is my signature, and that would suffice. No, you can't combine the two. They're, they're testifying about different things. One's testifying on what happened in the document. The other one's testifying about the fact that the document is fine, is, uh, is valid. It's two separate issues. Similarly, similarly, Ikloi Ravnai Achua Drabichia Bar Abba Lemizbun Shimshmi. Ravnai, the brother of Chia Bar Abba, went to visit a certain place to buy sesame seeds. And he said, this is what Shmuel said, and he's about to teach you a law, which is just interesting. Why did the Gemara need to tell us that he was going to buy sesame seeds? Who really cares? So apparently... Even when you're going to buy sesame seeds, you should be thinking and discussing Torah topics. Um, and that's, uh, maybe that's why the Gemara wants to teach us this, to tell you when he's going to buy sesame seeds. He says, the following ruling from Shmuel, Eid Vidayim and what we had earlier, that, uh, really, uh, one witness could say, this is my signature, and, uh, one of the judges could say, this is my signature, and that would suffice. At least that's what we think. That's what Shmuel says. Amr, Maymar, Maymar says, what a beautiful, excellent teaching. And we have the same back and forth. What are you talking about? Because your mother's father, 
Because your your grandfather praised this ruling of Shmuel, you're also going to praise it. Rava already rejected this statement and said that Shmuel cannot have said this because what one is testifying about, the other one is not testifying about. It's about two different testimonies, and they cannot just combine. So, in the end of the day, in the end of the day, we do not follow this uh, this statement that was said in the name of Shmuel. We don't follow that because they're really testifying about different things. And we follow Rava. Uh, you would have to have witnesses for both uh, uh, for both witnesses on the document or for the judges. You can't just have one witness and one do- one judge come to court and say, this is our signatures. That would not work. Okay, we'll continue with the rest of the Gemara of Chaf'al from Abayz in the next recording.